Hey, everybody. Um, welcome to the Ineligible Receivers. It's a brand new podcast that me and my buddy Terry are starting. Um, and we're just going to basically talk about fancy football and football in general. So if you like those things, welcome. And we're here to give you some advice if you need it. And if you don't like our advice, well, then you can just download. You don't even have to listen. Just download it. We get that one view. And that's all we really need from you. So, <laughs> like, so yeah, thanks. Um, so, Terry, just go ahead and introduce yourself. And um, start off by telling who your favorite team is. You know, just go into a little bit of background about yourself so everybody gets to know you a little bit. All right. Well, I'm Terry. Uh, I grew up in Buffalo, New York. So, Buffalo all the way, baby. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Um, I like RKOs and cocaine, apparently. (laughs) (laughs) According to this week's headlines. Um, But it's Bills, Sabres all the way. Um, Yeah. That's really about it. Just diehard Bills fan. The everyday struggle of being a Bills fan. (laughs) Yeah, and me and him are, uh, I guess you could call us, kindred spirits in a way because i like the uh panthers um currently living in san antonio texas but for most of my life i lived in charlotte north carolina so yeah that's why i like the panthers um first game i really ever watched and cared about was the super bowl that we lost to the patriots um broke my little heart when i was how old was i what was that 2003 so i was like 11 10 11 watching that so, yeah, that's stung. Still hate the Patriots, but, um, yeah. So I'm a Panthers fan. He's a Bills fan, and you can feel free to laugh at us or feel sorry for us at any given moment. Um, but at this moment, my Panthers are four and zero, and they have a bye week this week. So not really anything for fantasy to talk about with them, obviously, unless you really really want to pick up ted Gidd jr off waivers then i mean i guess you can go right ahead but um i mean can't I fuck know, anything like... up this week <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> one thing about this week the panthers won't let you down they won't let you down this week um so yeah there's that um so terry what um i guess we could start off we're gonna go through each game right now and we're just going to give y'all our picks on who's going to win and we'll go into each team we might break them down a little bit or if we don't like the game we don't like the team we might not even go we'll be like eh we'll say who wins and then we'll just be like fuck it we don't care about them so just um if you have any specific questions you can hit us up on twitter um at if you want to hit me up at jrssmith89 so yep and um, Terry, where can they hit you up at? Uh, I honestly can't remember my Twitter handle. Oh Jesus Christ! <laughs> it's like more underscore t thirty two. Yeah, I think that's right. Fuck that came from. Let or we're check. gonna make a Twitter talking about yeah, the <laughs> ineligible receivers Twitter, which we'll make soon, and we'll make sure to link that in this episode so y'all can find us but so let's get into it um the first game is uh thursday night uh i hate thursday night games just for everybody 
Because, dude, have you ever seen a Thursday night game that's been good? No. I like, mean, just look at them. This, this, like, I mean, we opened up with the, the best one was probably the fucking Steelers Patriots opening up. Yeah. And then they dropped, like, Washington, New York on us. Like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Thanks, Goodell. <laughs> Asshole. No, but um, it's like. The games are close sometimes, but they're not good. Like it's always just so sloppy that it's like not even worth watching. But anyway, we're gonna give us your, give you our picks for this Colts Texans game. Um, I'll give you my pick first. Um, I'm choosing the Colts. Um, Texans don't have a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, Texans Simple don't have bet. a quarterback. As much as I love DeAndre Hopkins, oh my God, DeAndre Hopkins might be one of my favorite receivers in the NFL, and he's on one of my fantasy teams, so holla at your boy, but um, yeah, so the really only viable fantasy asset you're going to be starting on the Texans is DeAndre Hopkins, and if you have him, Arian Foster. Arian's but, back. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy that, I mean, I don't have Arian Foster on any team, but it's good to see him back. It's Lots of people... I took a fourth-round reach on him. I'm happy as fuck that guy's back. Yeah, I'm not even sure you needed him, though, because you have good running back depth in that league. You had, like, Carlos Williams. Um, Latavius Murray. Latavius Murray, Arian Foster. So I like, had Eddie Lacy, but we'll get him back. We'll get into that later. Yeah, but so, – and Terry, if I'm not mistaken, you also chose the Colts in this game? Um, uh, yeah, I did. Mainly because of the same reason you picked. <laughs> yeah, I mean, who was it? Mallet, Hoyer? Like, they don't even know. Regardless I, of who you start. Yeah, I and, think they said they were on pace to throw 800 passes, the Texans, like the most in the league, which is kind of weird, seeing as how they don't have a quarterback. But DeAndre Hopkins is like, I mean, did. if you didn't know, um, he's getting a shit ton of targets. But, he was targeted 22 times last week. People how many God. how many catches did he have? Like nine? Like <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's twenty two times. That's not, that's such a shitty rate. Oh I my don't God. even put that shit out on though. Yeah, I mean I no, I don't either. I fucking um, run into the dirt. <laughs> Mallet and Bring your fucking so. shovel, nut. Come on. <laughs> you couldn't catch that? It was ten yards over your head. Come on now. Um but yeah, I mean there's really not much else to say about the Texas offense besides they're terrible, and it's really a shame because they have a good deep or a decent defense. I feel like with yeah. JJ Watt and Clowney. Clowney, yeah. Even yeah, though Clowney they're... hasn't done much, but rookie wide receiver, uh, rookie uh, cornerback. Yeah, and uh, going back to Hopkins, Hopkins is going to get even more targets this week because yeah. Cecil Shorts and Nate Washington got hurt. Surprise, surprise on seasonal shorts. But so if you are in a deep PPR league or a deep league in general, um, I would pick up their um, wide receiver. I think his last name is Mumphrey. I can't remember his first name. Let me pull it up real quick. Terry, um, what about um, the Colts? Who Do you have any? I know you love T.Y. Hilton, so are you worried about him at all? Or are you... Uh, not T.Y. Hilton, man. He's he's been kind of slow this year in production wise. I just I don't think Andrew Luck can get things going. He's looked like I will I don't want to say absolute ass, but he's not. He hasn't looked like Andrew Luck. I can tell he's you. He's looked that. like half half ass. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not and I mean, it's Andrew Luck. So I mean, he'll get his shit together. But really, just the Colts' offense in general. Like, I mean, even the Bills opening up against them, it was just like it made me feel really good about our defense. But then the Jets came in week two and did the same fucking thing. So I was like, okay, that was a little demoralizing. But yeah. Either way, uh, I think I mean I think they'll have a good squad. I mean Andre Johnson hasn't done shit. He has like seven receptions on the season through yeah. four games. Um, I mean you still got Ty, but Dante Moncrief also, man, he's been taking a lot of the reins as like you know like as being a solid wide receiver for him. Let me uh, let me see if I can pull up their. Uh... <laughs> we are totally unprepared for this segment. Uh, let me see if I can pull up. The, Terry, uh, you weren't supposed to shit about the Colts. <laughs> yeah, let me see if I can pull up the stats for um, T.Y. Hilton. Then, well, Dante Moncrief has had the better like season so far. Yeah, I mean he's averaged, I know that for a fact. And right now he's you... averaging like five receptions a game, so he's looking real solid. He's had three How many... touchdowns on the season. Uh, who would you rather have for the rest of the season? Would you rather have T.Y. Hilton or Dante Moncrief based on the production that they've had so far? Like, who are you betting on for the rest of the season to do better? Um, For me personally, I'd have to go Moncrief. Just, I mean, T.Y. Hilton did get injured for a little bit, so you never know what that's going to do with his knee. But also you have Dante. I just think I think defense is focused in on Moncrief or um, T.Y. Hilton, so I think Moncrief just gets better looks. Yeah, I'm going to read off his, like, this is a, I think, yeah, this is a one-point PPR league. So his, um, Dante Moncrief's first four weeks have been 16, 25, 13, and 13. Where have you gone? And he got his 25, and he got his 16 and 25 the first two games were against Buffalo and the Jets. Yeah. And honestly, for basically the rest of the season, their schedule is not that bad like they got um new england that they play in week six denver week nine and the rest of it's pretty easy defenses so it is, yeah it's straightforward pittsburgh um, maybe or atlanta other than that Car- well carolina Car- um, yeah it'll be a monday night game though so i think andrew luck will ball out and the panthers generally don't play well on monday night football so I would not have any hesitation. Well, obviously you're going to start them anyway, but I would have no hesitation or I would not have low expectations for them in that game. That wouldn't be one of those games where I'd be like, ooh, they're going against Carolina. They're only going to – nah, nah, they're going to ball out. They're T.Y. Hilton and Dante Moncrief. You don't even think about it. Same with Andrew Luck. Um, I had Andrew Luck last year in my leagues. Of course, he was started off way better last year than he has this year. But, yeah, he'll turn it around for sure. There's no doubting well, that. Have you read anything that he's – is he coming back this week? I heard I him hear, and Matt Hasselbeck are both questionable. Now, I mean, heard, it is just questionable, so it's like – Yeah, I've heard on Twitter and everything that Andrew Luck is supposed to play. Well, that's what Chuck Pagano said last week. He's like, I'm surprisingly optim- – or I don't – I forget what the fuck he said. He said he's something – like some bold fucking word. <laughs> Made me thought he was starting, <laughs> but he's like, I'm something optimistic that he starts. I don't know. I don't fucking. Know. I would I don't err care, on the side. Of, yeah, I would err on the side of of him starting. Yeah, but I mean, if they, if I were the Colts, if I were the Colts, 
I would rest him another week. That's me. If I were the Colts. Because what are you, two and two? Yeah. Yeah. The division that they play in, even though it is a divisional game, so that might come into play, it is not difficult at all. Jaguars, Tennessee, Texans, like, come on now. They basically make the playoffs every year because they play such a crappy division. I, yeah, um, I mean, it is a division game, but you rest him, make sure he's good for New England going into that. It's nice. Matt Hasselbeck. Matt Hasselbeck's good. I mean, even though they said he's questionable as well, I would pro- I would think that he would play. I think they said he was just sick. I don't know the severity of it, obviously. I mean, he could yeah. be blowing chunks out of his asshole. I have no idea. But <laughs> I mean, um, call a shitty podcast host, but I don't think any of us know the third string quarterback in Indy. So. Josh Johnson. All right. Well, apparently I'm the only <laughs> shitty podcast. <laughs> Actually, I only figured that out today. You're the one with the fucking in front of you. So. Yeah, I, I just figured that out today because I was listening to um, ESPN Radio and they were talking about it. So, uh, yeah, I would not have known that otherwise. But I think we uh, – so we both picked the Colts to win that one. I would pick them to win by at least a touchdown probably. That's what I would say. And notice um, how we didn't say shit about the Colts running game because there ain't one. <laughs> well, Frank Gore, but Fuck I mean, Gore. you're you're obviously starting Frank Gore. Just plug him in. He's RB two. Just let him do his thing. Texans haven't been that great against a run, so whatever. Um, I mean, it really, if you needed our help to tell you that, I mean, come on now. Um, next game that we got. This one's near and dear to Terry's heart. Uh, Bills and Titans. So, oh boy. I mean, I I think you can assume who Terry picks for that, and I pick. We both pick the Bills. So, um, Terry, give us, convince us, give us our your best speech as to why the Bills will win this game. Getting to Mariota, hands down. Yeah. Shitty not, offensive line. Is it? The, I, I, I personally I believe so. I, yeah. I mean. Line. Oh yeah. I mean, I just. I just. I don't like the offensive line, and it's. I think their pick, Chance Warmack, might be out. Yep. Like I think they drafted him two years ago, so and he's a pretty good guard. Well, I, I mean, think, if you I'm look into mistaken. it, man, like he goes into Tampa week one and dominates. Okay, <laughs> I mean... but we're talking about Tampa. He goes into Cleveland week two, and just throws two less touchdowns. I believe he was sacked for like four times. He fumbled twice. So mm. it's getting to Mariota, and that our defense can yeah. definitely do that. Your defense is definitely better than Cleveland, so. I mean, you just got Marcel Darius, Kyle Williams, Jerry Hughes, Mario Williams, all in that front line. I'll, I like my odds. And also, I think our offense is going to play a big part, mainly because our running game has gone, I wouldn't say too shit, but it's on hold with LeSean McCoy out retweaking that hamstring. And then Carlos Williams was diagnosed with a concussion Tuesday morning, so. He's day to day, but if we can't get anything going, it's gonna be straight Tyrod Taylor to Charles Clay all day. I mean, t- I mean that's Charles Clay's your number one receiver right now, like sadly. Uh, no, I wouldn't even say sadly. He's a, I would like, just because of the weapons we brought in. Sammy's uh, Sammy's Sammy. hurt right now, but you yeah. also you got Percy Harvin who's been nothing but productive. Nothing against Percy Harvin, but then you got Robert Woods and Chris Hogan. You know, mm-hmm. and you just kind of want to. Token had a nice catch the other day. Yeah, he did. Um, but I would say, like, not to cut you off, but 
the Bills offense has been one of the better stories in the NFL this year, in my personal opinion, because um, I mean, I thought Tyrod was going to be good, but I didn't think he was going to be as good as he has been Um, because he's actually spreading the ball around like he's not like I mean, he is focusing on Charles Clay, but Charles Clay is like a quarterback's best friend. Like he's a big tight end who's fast. Like, I mean, if I was a quarterback, that's who I'd be throwing it to too. Cause he's like, he, he's kind of like, um, Greg Roman is your offensive coordinator. And, yep. um, well, not that you needed to know that, but for everybody else out there, um, Greg Roman. And he was the one that was with the 49ers when Kaepernick and everybody had Vernon Davis. So, Tyrod Taylor so Charles Clay is basically his Vernon Davis like that's how they're using him and he's just he's like Vernon Davis in his prime like he's that athletic like he's that good um but I I mean I'm excited watching your Bills team this week I'll be watching it since my Panthers are on by um (laughs) (laughs) nothing against y'all but you know I need to watch my Panthers I feel you but I love Carlos Williams love carlos williams oh yeah I think man. he's amazing so you come into really the, great pick yeah you come into the league as a rookie running back sitting behind LaShawn mccoy and then you sit here and put up you know the numbers he has he's right now he's scored a touchdown every single game so through four weeks mm-hmm. and he's also averaging 8.2 yards of carry right now i'm pretty sure he's one of he's probably the only one or maybe one of two players to score a touchdown in every game so far yeah and i'm just gonna read off some stats right now and this is through four games and three of these are sitting behind Lashawn mccoy so against indy he, six rushes 55 yards one touchdown puts up 11 fantasy points new england um obviously it was new england so you got six rushes 21 yards one touchdown puts up 10 points miami and this is still behind Lashawn, 12 carries for 110 yards one touchdown, mm. and then through the Giants, 18 carries, 40 yards, and 14 and a half points. But he also caught a 23-yard touchdown. That was sick too. So it's yeah, nice little wheel route to the strong side. Boom. Mm-hmm. Fucking Tyrod red basket of it. Boom. Done. I love that uh, Dolphins game where uh, Charles Clay juked the shit out of that guy on the oh, sideline. Oh yeah, it dude. It's like so amazing. And that. They, they had him mic'd up and on uh, NFL sound effects, and he was like. He's like, there's no way I wasn't fucking scoring. He's like, I saw it. I went and fucking got it. That's what he said. Yeah. I, was, I love Charles yeah. Clay. I was so happy we paid him. Yeah, I I wanted him really bad for the Panthers, actually. I was like, I was hoping that Gettleman would, our GM would pay the money to get him because Cam likes throwing to tight ends as well, obviously, with Olsen. And I thought maybe we could use Charles Clay in a similar way that y'all were using him. But, I mean, we do have Olsen, so probably wasn't top priority. But it never hurts to have weapons, seeing as how the Panthers are lacking. Um, so, yeah, we both picked the Bills. Um, Titans, nothing really of note besides you are probably starting Delaney Walker, if you have him, such as me, um, such as I. Uh, Mariota, um, depends on your bye week situation, I would think. If you have Cam Newton, for example, and Marcus Mariota is good to go. I mean, obviously, you do not really want to throw out somebody against the Bills, but if you have no other option, which you should have another option, you can get somebody off waivers, such as a Jay Cutler going against <laughs> the Chiefs, or a, um, even an Alex Smith, the opposite quarterback going against the Bears. Um, you should be able to find somebody on waivers. So I would be hesitant to play 
Mariota, but I yeah, if you don't would get not, it would, it's not the worst thing to happen. Yeah. Like Mariota has proven over the first four weeks that he is a decent quarterback, so I, it would not be too bad in my opinion. It's not like you're throwing out Jameis Winston against the Bills. Um, Derek Carr against so, the Broncos. Yeah, <laughs> no, I dropped Carr in one of my leagues. I picked up Jay Cutler just because of um, well. We might as well get into it since we're talking about the Bears and Chiefs so much. Um, so, Terry, who do you think is going to win this game? Bears and Chiefs. Shit, what did I tell you? I think you, cho- you chose the Bears. That's right, I did. Mainly because Cutler's think back. Alshon yeah, Jeffrey's questionable. And it's just Matt Forte is looking real solid. I just like it against that defense. Yeah. I like it. On the other hand, you know, you do have, you know, Travis Kelch. Jeremy Macklin is blowing up. Um, Alex Smith's finding a way to get He's him actually done pretty good the past couple of games. Exactly, and you still got Jamal Charles in your backfield. I mean, it's a solid offense, but I think their defense isn't going to be able to keep. I just think with Martellus Bennett out there as that security blanket, even if Alshon's back, they're going to be focusing in on him because he's Alshon Jeffrey. Martellus Bennett, just like you did last week. Martellus Bennett yep. put up mad numbers last week. I think bench. Eddie Royal, Eddie. Well, <laughs> it happens, but I think Eddie Royal scored a touchdown. Oh yeah, or he did. That or it was Marquise Wilson. I can't. No, remember. it was Eddie Royal. Okay, yeah. So, as much as a dumpster fire as the Bears have looked <laughs> the first couple of games, I also picked the Bears to win against the Chiefs, even though it is in Arrowhead. So I didn't know that. So maybe <laughs> I should have thought Just about maybe. that a little bit longer. But I'm not that impressed with the Chiefs so far honestly like they're supposed to be one of the better teams in the AFC but Alex Smith like he does not strike fear into anybody like I think they had some stat I can't remember where I saw it but it's like yard it's like yards per attempt through the air or something like how deep a quarterback throws it on average and Alex Smith was of course the lowest with every pass was on average, 5.4 yards from the line of scrimmage. That is really Oh, terrible. yeah, I had heard like, about that stat. Yeah. Yeah, I read that. I think Blake Bortles was, like, top three or, like, top two. So, yeah, I mean. fucking Alan Hearns fucking down the sidelines. Yeah, Alan Robinson and Alan Hearns just bombing it. I think the um, – actually, Alan Robinson has the highest um, yard per catch, I think, or, like, yards per attempt. Or He has, like, 19 – yards every time he catches the ball or 17 or something crazy but let's get back to the bears the chiefs um so yeah i just feel like the bears i feel like they're gaining a little bit of momentum on offense with people coming back cutler coming back alshon maybe playing i don't know i feel like this is a trap game for the chiefs it is but then you all i mean yeah it is but then think about the bears later on man you know building that momentum and then you got the deadline coming up october 28th and rumor has they're looking to push Matt Forte and Alshon Jeffrey, and you can straight go rebuild. I can see why they would trade Matt Forte. I cannot. I mean, I get why people are saying they could trade Jeffrey, but in my like, in my mind, it doesn't make sense. Like to me, it does make sense though. He's going into the last year of his contract as a free agent. You know, in February. You know, he's not going to stay with Chicago unless Even he somehow blows the fuck the up. Franchise tag. They could. Yeah. But then also, why wouldn't he, you know, if they don't slap him with the franchise tag, at least get something for him before he walks, you know? Yeah. So it's, I mean, it is. So, I mean, that's business is business. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, I would love, I would, I would love nothing more for the than for the Panthers to get one way they have it. You know, they drafted Kevin White, who yeah is out for, I think the remainder of the season. Correct. I think they've said they've ruled him out for the remainder of the season, but I'm not. They they should hold him out for the well, entire season. I was reading he's the same receiver as Alshon Jeffrey. He's big, he's fast yeah. shit. You know, so I mean they got him. Mm-hmm. Work with what you got. Martell is better. I don't than like Kevin John White. Fox. Being a Panthers fan, I I appreciate John Fox and what he did for my organization, but I hated him at the same time because he was just the most conservative, dumb, like the third and ten, third and eight, and we all knew what was coming a draw play just be because dry, he didn't right the gut. Yeah, and it was so fucking annoying. So we both picked the Bears. Do you think it'll be a close game or? Oh, definitely. I feel close. like it will be. Yeah, I think Very it'll be close. like a twenty-one eighteen. It'll like, definitely be close. Or no, I think the Bears have kind of a bad defense, so it might be a shootout. So I'll go. Tw- I'll go twenty-eight, twenty-eight, twenty-four, or something like that. I'm right in the same ballpark. Right in the twenties, close game. I want the Bears. You know, just well, I picked the Bears. I think they'll win, but I also think it could go either way. But I'm leaning more towards the Bears. I agree. And the next game on the ticket is the Rams and the Packers. And I don't think we really need to go into this game too much. Um, We both chose the Packers. Um, Even though the Rams are coming off a nice win against the Cardinals. um, Very close game, though, against the 4 They always play their division. Yeah, they always play their division good. Yeah, because then, I mean, you got the Seahawks. But then they'll lose to a shitty team. Beat the like, Seahawks so, open in the season, and then they lost to fucking Washington. Yeah. You know? I mean, maybe it's just yeah. division games again. <laughs> <laughs> it's the Jeff Fisher curse. The 8-8 eight eight curse. Like, you got to show up today, boys. <laughs> whenever you win one, you got to lose one. Yep. Um, so uh, the Rams are kind of interesting as far as fantasy goes because Tavon Austin has come on the past he couple has. of I, weeks. I think it'll be a low-scoring game. I don't think you know Randall Cobb's gonna go out with three touchdowns like you did a couple weeks ago, and mm-hmm. you know, and their defense. Eddie Lace has been completely shut down by some of the defenses that the Packers have played. He rushed for ninety yards the other day, and that was the most he's ran all season. Yeah, yeah. as a, I'm not an Eddie, Eddie Lacy fan. Um, I have I I think I had him on one team last year, but I think I auto drafted so accidentally, um, and I didn't like him at all. For me, he's too injury prone. I was just gonna say that you know he's just and, that's my only. I draft him this season. I I don't know why took a different approach <laughs> on things, but that dude know. belongs in a fucking China cabinet, dude. Like, and for how big he is, it's weird. Like yeah, how like he injury, me, he's just fat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, that's all he is as a runner. Like he's just fat. Like it just takes like four people to get him down every time. Which I mean can be good. Like I mean he's effective, I guess. But he's kind of one of those football players. Like he's one of those people that's like a better football player than like a fantasy like player yeah. in my opinion. Like he gets, he does what Green Bay needs him to do, but he's not gonna necessarily get you the crazy amount of points that you need. Yeah. And the amount of points that you need for to get a return on investment for your first round pick. Exactly. And also being as fat as he is, you know, you also get you got James Sarks in there, you know, is a small little speed back. Yeah. Who's out there, you know, picking up his slack when that motherfucker's sucking more effective. In. He has because he, you know, I mean, you put Lacey out there for two plays and 
He's sucking wind. He gets two. He gets two yards. Gets stopped. Two more yards. Gets stopped. And then it's like third and six. But then it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers will just pirouette around somebody, throw a fifty-yard bomb to Randall Cobb, and it's like, oh, okay. Nobody cares about how bad Eddie Lacy is doing. Um, and yeah, Nick Foles for the Rams. I hope you're not starting him, but um, yeah, just don't do it. Um, <laughs> so we'll move on to the next game. Uh, Saints and the Eagles. We went, uh, we went opposite ways. I remember this one. We went two different ways on this one. I went Eagles yeah. personally. I think Saints run defense is a little iffy. I think uh, DeMarco Murray finally finds his, his legs and can fucking do something. So I'll tell <laughs> you what, Sam. Nice. I mean, they're going to need him to because fucking Sam Bradford's. Yeah, that's that's ugly. I don't know who's fucking worse, man. Fucking, I don't. Uh, I can't remember a time where I've watched the game and somebody's thrown three touchdowns and I've been like, wow, they look like shit. Like, and that's like, <laughs> that's how, that's like, exactly what it is. That's like the whole, that's how Sam, that's the, I think that kind of epitomizes Sam Bradford's whole career. Like he's never going, like, he's just, he's, he's like a younger version of Alex Smith. Like basically like he is Alex Smith. I I'm convinced like they share, like they're the same person because he, it's not like the Eagles don't have pieces on offense. Like, okay, they have they have Nelson Aguilar, fast as um, shit rookie who's fast, and he made an awesome one-handed catch the other day. Um, he dropped one too, but you know, rookies. Um, <laughs> I don't even want to talk to other people about drops. I'm a Panthers fan. Okay, we got Ted Ginn as our number one. Devin Funches. Every Devin Funches got <laughs> and Kelvin Benjamin last year. Like I know a certain, I know a few things about drops. Okay, so don't really come to me about that. But um, they got Jordan Matthews, and they have two running. They have three really good running backs: Sproles, Matthews, and Demarco Murray. But the thing is, they have a shitty offensive line. And when you don't have a good offensive line, you can't get a back, especially like Demarco Murray, going because he needs yeah. a decent to good offensive line to really get going and he's one of those between the tackles guys and ryan matthews is the outside guy and they're using demarco like he's ryan matthews and like they i don't know it's just like chip kelly thinks he's like i don't know i don't know what he's doing no fucking offense in the fucking nfl man but it's It's not it's not not working like i don't at some point like you gotta stop cutting the good players and yeah, realize well, and that you might you know, need a headache. You might need a Deshaun Jackson because he could blow the top off the defense. Like, yeah, he can. And it's just, um, I mean, it's you know, you go in there, he immediately, you know, trades Deshaun McCoy. Cooper. Oh yeah, definitely. What the fuck. Anyway, sorry, I didn't yeah. mean to. <laughs> no, you're good, man. I just don't. I don't like his. His moves, yeah. I mean, I love his move for Buffalo, sending LaShawn McCoy for Kiko Alonso. I love Kiko Alonso, but our defense was we, pretty good. I mean, he came in his rookie <laughs> year, tore his ACL. You know, we were still a top five defense without him. Okay, yeah. cool. We'll send CJ Spiller over to the fucking Saints. We'll take LaShawn McCoy. And then, I mean, that's what aggravates me about you know Philly. You know, it's like they send out LaShawn McCoy and then bring in Demarco Murray. Cool. You bring in the fucking Cowboys offensive line with them. Because that's right. what made DeMarco Murray, man. And I'm not saying it's not a good back. I'm just saying there's yeah. a lot more to a running game than there is a fucking running back. I think it's a lot about scheme and offensive line. So I think the scheme that the Eagles are trying to implement is not conducive for success 
on the part of DeMarco Murray. And I actually went the opposite route. I chose the Saints to win this game, mainly because I don't have any faith in the Eagles. <laughs> um, it's not really an endorsement to the Saints, honestly. Um, and by the way, I really hate Saints fans. God, they're so annoying. But um, like this little kid the other day, I was wearing my Cam Newton jersey, and I'm dropping my girlfriend off at her house. And uh, this little kid, he was, he was probably like 12 years old. He was just like, hey! Hey, Panthers suck. And he's like, he has a Drew Brees shirt on. And I was just like, oh, yeah? He's like, yeah, man. And I was just like, I mean, of course, I don't want to, like, get into a full-blown argument with, like, a 12-year-old. But, but I, I was just like, but I was just <laughs> like, but I'm not above it. I'm not above it. But I was like, uh, so what's your record? He was like, huh? And I was like, what's your record? Like, wh- how many wins do you have? He's like. Drew Brees? And I was like, yep, that's all I need to know. That's <laughs> yeah, all I need to know. Done. That basically personifies a Saints fan, like t- that conversation. But I chose the Saints because I believe that their defense is, t- like, it's not great, but it's enough to get to the Sam Bradford. Sam Bradford yeah. is not going to move out of the pocket. He's not. And um, I think they have enough to cover Jordan Matthews like <laughs> since he is so reluctant to throw it to Nelson Aguilar for whatever reason that they'll just cover Jordan Matthews in the slot and you'll be good like and Drew Brees I know everything is wrong with his arm and I know that it's an away game at on the road like which usually isn't conducive to his success but if they are smart they will run the ball with CJ Spiller and Mark Ingram and they will just run it down their throats. So I'm choosing the Saints for this game. And I feel really dirty doing it. Um so the next game we got on the ticket is Cardinals and Lions. Cardinals. Yeah. We both went Cardinals on this one, mainly because I have Cardinals defense on one league, and I just <laughs> I'm ready for them just to feast on Matthew Stafford. I hope they just like fucking just like what they did to um, Colin Kaepernick a couple weeks ago. God damn! Four talk picks about, in the first half. Talk about top ten worst quarterbacking performance. That's got to be up there by Kaepernick. Yeah. Like, just like I'm pretty sure I could go out there and not throw two interceptions back to back like um he said the other day i don't play for job security like you better fucking start because <laughs> well, you well, can yeah. uh go ahead and fucking ask, ask alex smith about that one he'll let you know how it goes alex smith is like bro they kicked me out and i didn't even throw interceptions <laughs> i didn't even throw it more than 5.4 yards from the really? line of scrimmage they kicked him out um, that motherfucker kisses his biceps Yep. God, I hate Kaepernick so much. Me too. Much. He's he just, such his his face position. just yeah. lights his fucking fire in me. I'm just like, God. Yep. Well, we'll get to the 49ers later, but the Cardinals and Lions, um, Cardinals are really good. Probably one of the better teams in the NFL right now. Carson Palmer is playing at a great uh, – he's playing amazing. Do you not feel like they're always low-key kind of like that? Like, I feel to me, like when I feel like, are, okay, let's yeah. talk about great teams. I don't immediately say Cardinals, but they're low-key like, there. They're in the conversation. They should be, like, in a season. I feel like they're doing it again. Like, they, they have some guy, some older quarterback who everybody's forgotten about, but he's just doing his thing. Like, it was Kurt Warner. Now it's Carson Palmer. And Larry Fitzgerald is still there, who's still great. Resurrection um, of Larry Fitzgerald. Um, 
John Brown is still good. Still waiting for that breakout game. I drafted him in a couple leagues this year, and I've traded him since. I traded him to you, actually, Terry. Um, Who? John Brown. Yeah, he's been riding that pine real good. <laughs> um, but the thing that most people are focused on when it comes to Cardinals is the running backs. Because you know you want one, but it's who do you choose? Exactly. You got the rookie David Johnson. You got fucking CJ2K coming in here out of nowhere and, you know. Resurrection again. Again. And then you still got Andre Ellington. Yeah. Who's versatile, can do a little bit of everything, especially if you're in a PPR league. But, you know, he's coming. Go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say that apparently – Arizona is where you go if you want to go get your um, career resurrected. Um, but I was just going to say that I personally have David Johnson on two le- in one one or two leagues. I can't remember. And he's really good. Like I wish that Bruce Arians trusted him more, but it's come out that Bruce Arians said, I think he dropped a touchdown pass the other day. He caught one. But he dropped one. Yeah. And uh, Bruce Arians said that he was playing like a rookie. And oh, well, so he is a he rookie, didn't... so. Yeah. Newsflash, motherfucker. <laughs> Captain Obvious over here. Um, but yeah, that he didn't he... show up to Chicago this year. So. <laughs> yeah. But he said that he was going to play uh, CJ2K and Andre Ellington more, which makes sense because they want to ease him in. Um, yeah, but Andre Ellington. Play. Andre Ellington is talented. He's so t- if he could just stay healthy, man. Yeah, he's just another one of those backs you're scared to you know take because I mean it was weeks one, one of those guys that you carted off. You know, it's like he's one of those guys that you use while he's healthy, and but just have a contingency plan because something's yeah. gonna happen. Like I think he make sure you get one of the other ones because <laughs> yeah. you're gonna need him. And I personally I like CJ do- out of all of them. Really? Yeah, I was going to say, rest of season, who are you going to take? I was going to ask you if you, if for the rest of the season you had to choose David Johnson or Chris Johnson, who would you take? And I guess you answered my question by uh, Chris Johnson. But I would I would go the opposite route. I would go David Johnson um, just because I feel like Bruce Arians, if he keeps playing as well as he, get, as he has, I don't think Bruce Arians will be able to justify not getting him the exactly. ball. Like, but, I mean, it's just a risk-reward option honestly if you want to be, take the safer route i would do cj2k he's going to get you steady production rb2 if ellington goes out um still a flex play even if ellington comes back um so yeah i guess we should talk about the lions right now even though i don't want to what's there to the say? Opposite side. but um amir abdullah i have him in almost every league that i've been on Unf- well fortunately or unfortunately um he looked good he looked week good one, week man. one. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Jinx? Yeah. Um, but, I mean, ever since then, it's just like they don't know what to do with him. It's like they look at him and they're like, wow, this kid's really good. And then they, like, run him like they run, used to run Joyke Bell. And it's like, no. No. I was I was talking – I think I was texting you the other day when I was just like, the Lions should use Amir Abdullah the way Cleveland used Duke Johnson. Like last week. Um, so, yeah, I mean, Joyke Bell's hurt. He sucks. Um, Theo Riddick, Amir Abdullah, Zach Zinner, even. Um, Didn't you pick Zach Zinner up? 
<laughs> yeah, I mean, I picked him <laughs> up in a deep, like, 16-team PPR league just as as a lol pickup because, honestly, my, my starting running backs are Amir Abdullah and Shane Vereen, if that gives you any, like, insight as to my running back situation. But I'm 4-0 in that league because my wide receivers are amazing. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, there's really not much to talk about. What do you think about Calvin Johnson? You think he's done? I think Matt Stafford's done. <laughs> You're not ready to give up on Megatron yet? I'm not. I mean, you're still fucking... I mean, he's Megatron. Yeah. You know, I mean, regardless, I understand. But what is he, like, fucking 6'6", six, 6'7"? Six, six, yeah, I think he's, like, 6'6". Six, six. Something like I don't care. If you're that fucking tall, you still got a chance. You know what I mean? He's, I mean, he's not even really that old. Yeah. But I personally think Matt Stafford's just fucking... I think their schedule is supposed to get easier now. I think they played a couple hard teams, or at least a couple good pass defenses. They played the fucking Broncos. That one's out of the way. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, get that one out of the way. I think the Calvin Johnson is a buy low right now. If you're going to try and trade somebody for him, like, try and trade for Calvin Johnson because... Honestly, there's really nowhere to go but up. He's only got one touchdown this season, man. Yeah. Who would you choose? Like, I'm going to name, like, if you, like, if I was going to offer Calvin Johnson, if you have Calvin Johnson right now and I offered you, um, let me think. See, me personally, I'd be looking to move Calvin Johnson right now because I know the Lions, as of right now, aren't going to do anything about their quarterback situation in the middle of the season. Especially yeah. when they're not really doing that bad. I mean, I'm not saying they're not doing great, but they're also, it's not, you know, it's not, oh, let's cut the fucking quarterback time. Yeah. I might don't be know. in Miami. Just, we'll get to that later, though. <laughs> yeah. If you, but if you were a Calvin Johnson owner, like, and somebody offered you, uh, let me think of a wide receiver, too. That would be good. Um, Allen Robinson for Calvin Johnson. Would you take it? Straight up, no. Would I need an incentive? Possibly. Okay. Maybe so like, Allen Robinson. You maybe need like a um, more. Um, maybe lube up my flex spot a little bit. <laughs> Throw in like up. a Duke Johnson or something. Someone who has potential, but also someone who's not. You know, I'm not. See, you know, trade raping someone. Yeah, I don't. If I was a Duke Johnson, if you're a Duke Johnson owner, don't trade him. Um, but. Like, we just had someone in our, uh, I don't know if you saw it in the league, we and you are in, we had someone trade, it was Matt Forte and Amari Cooper for Marshawn Lynch and Calvin Johnson. God, that was so dumb. I, I pers- so I, me personally, I think the person who takes Matt Forte and Amari Cooper wins that. Me too. Hands down. Amari Cooper's Amari like, Cooper's good. Solid stud. In, yeah, exactly. Stud in Oakland. If somebody offered Derek you Carr, Amari Cooper... Amari Cooper for Calvin Johnson. I would take, take it straight up. Hands down. Yep. Easy. No other okay. fans or butts about it. Uh, James Jones. Again, I would need something to, uh, okay. to take it. So he is older. The, well, he has Aaron Rodgers right thrown to him, but James Jones is also older. You know, mm-hmm. But he's back in Green Bay. He's looking real solid. But I would need See, something just that. I think I'm in the same boat as you, um, even though I'm an Allen Robinson lover. I'd, I have be a more lenient. I'd be more lenient taking – Allen Robinson straight up for Calvin Johnson. James Jones, I would definitely – that was where I'd be like, okay, we'll throw something else in there. 
Allen Robinson, I'd probably stare at my phone a little bit and kind of contemplate it. And then, just because he has the potential to break, like, and I'm not saying Calvin Johnson game. doesn't, because he also is Calvin Johnson. But it's just like, I it's just, think, just they can't get anything going, man. I just think their offensive line is terrible. Yeah. Um, so who, what, what else? They can't do? get the running game Eric going. Ebron and Golden Tate. Come on, man. Yeah. No shit is gonna go to Calvin Johnson. Yeah. Eric Ebron's hurt. Yeah, like you said. Who I love, Eric Ebron, coming out of UNC. Um. But yeah, I mean, Calvin Johnson, he's not I'm not a fan this year. Not a fan at all. Yeah, I love Calvin um, Johnson as a person as a player, but just fantasy yeah. wise, man. Nah. I don't think he's cutting it. Never had him on any team. I had him last year for a little bit. I've never been I'm just not a Stafford believer. Even though I, well, I can't say that because two years ago I won a championship with Matthew Stafford as my quarterback, but that was because he was going off with Calvin Johnson that year. So, um, okay, we're done talking about the Lions. That made me feel dirty talking about them for so long. We need to talk about something else. God, they're so terrible. Um, so, I mean, this game is going to be Broncos and Raiders. I, this I think, is my upset. This is, this my is upset. your I upset take the Raiders. special. This is <laughs> your upset special. I know you Can took the Broncos. Some... Yeah. I just feel like, you know, right now the Raiders, you know, two and two. You know, I mean, you're getting shit going with Derek Carr. Latavius. More surprised that you like people might be surprised that you took the Raiders, but like, I mean, this could obviously blow up in our faces. But I'm not that against it, honestly. It's just when I look at the Broncos, awesome defense, awesome secondary, and that's I think Latavius Murray. If like I personally, if you have Latavius Murray this week, I personally think he's gonna go off. Mainly because, I, mainly because I know with the Broncos secondary, it's going to be solid. Amari Cooper, you know, it's going to be uh, – Michael Crabtree, you know, it's not going to be a whole lot going on. Michael Crabtree has quietly had a good year. He has, but also, I mean, you're talking about the Broncos secondary, easily the best in the league, mm-hmm. hands down. So it's just – I like the Broncos – or um, I like the Raiders mainly because if they can get a little bit of the pass game going – I feel like the run game can finish it up. Also, the Broncos' offense, personally, based on what I've seen out of the four weeks, you know, you're talking about, you know, easy. I mean, if they're the Broncos, you know, that everyone says they are, they go in and lose, or they win four close games to the Ravens, the Chiefs, the Lions, and uh, Minnesota. Minnesota. And all yeah. those games, you know, the biggest deficit they had in all those games. Is twenty four to twelve against the Lions in Week Three, and you know that was a last second touchdown by Emmanuel as Sanders. We've that was <laughs> yeah, as we've discussed, the Lions aren't good, and so. that, that's all I'm saying. That's the biggest deficit. And Emmanuel Sanders had, you know, I mean, you're talking about the Lions secondary. Emmanuel Sanders had some fourth quarter touchdown that put him up. You know, mm-hmm. before that, it was seventeen to twelve. Bron- or the Lions were in it in yeah. every single game. They've let all four teams that they played in it, and neither of the any of those teams have not proven to be anything worthy. So, so let me ask you a question. Um, if the Raiders somehow went up 14-0, like right off the bat, like they get like kind of like the Panthers did last week where they just get a pick six or something, they run it all the way back to the house, 14-0. Uh, it's like, let's say it's 17-7. to 7. 
or 17 to 3 at halftime. Raiders are up. Do you think the Broncos could come back? Yeah, I definitely think. I mean, you're still talking about Peyton Manning, Demarius Thomas, Manuel Sanders, Owen Daniels, C.J. Anderson, Ronnie Hillman. Weapons fucking everywhere. See, but I, I think that I personally don't Broncos, like C.J. Anderson. I I loved C.J. Anderson last year because he like came in when I needed him to. I picked him up and he won me a him and Odell Beckham won me a fantasy championship last year. But I feel like that if the Broncos got down to somebody early, they wouldn't be able to come back. But like, the thing I is, honestly, is like we haven't seen that, and that's you I know, know that's that what is, I'm saying. That's why but, I was asking you. Like, yeah, but personally, I mean, yeah, it's definitely you know maybe, but also you wouldn't want the Raiders to lighten up and start playing conservative after half. You know, true. I, I don't mean, think. I mean, no team you want doing that, obviously. Yeah, but I mean, obviously, I don't trust the Raiders. Like, no, neither do I. I, that just, league, I just think just right saying, now, like, with the way I've seen the Broncos playing and the four teams I have played, I can. I'm not saying that I'm calling it like, oh, it's going to happen, but I can definitely see the Raiders winning. I think me and you are probably maybe a, a little bit more risky on our picks or like whatever, but I feel like the Raiders, like if they win, it wouldn't be that big of a shock to me. Just no, yeah, based on how the Broncos have played, I'd be like, I can see it because they have Amari Cooper who's looked amazing so far. Latavius Murray is probably one of the more underrated running backs in the league if he doesn't fumble. Yeah. Uh, but also then you still got Marcel Reese, you know, coming Yeah, up. and uh, Roy Hillou is a good exactly. receiving back. So, um, and he's back now. So, um, They have the weapons to do it. They just need to put it in play. I just feel like that if the Broncos got down to a quality opponent, 14 points. They couldn't come back because they have no their offensive line is terrible. They have no running game. And Peyton while he is still Peyton Manning. Yeah. I just can't see him being able to lead yeah. like a huge get, you know, be Peyton Manning. I can't see him doing it because of his arm strength. Even though he's never had the best arm strength, but he's just floating ducks out there, man. Like just floating straight ducks and he has to have such good accuracy and know have such awareness of where he's going to put it before. And the thing is, I feel like Demarius Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders are making Peyton yep. look good this year. Yeah, and that's I feel like they're having to do a lot of extra work. Now, back when you had Demarius Thomas, Julius Thomas, you know, Peyton was on the fucking money, dude. There wasn't nothing yeah. he could he couldn't fuck. Like, I mean, last year Peyton was fucking solid. Yeah, just, until he got hurt. Yeah. Until he got hurt. Yeah, exactly. but it's all. I mean, it's just. But I, what do you think the score is going to be on this game? I'm I'm interested to see your uh, prediction. Like, if the Raiders win, what do you think the score is going to be? 17-14 Raiders. Ooh. And that's based off every other scores. And, and if I it. I feel like the Broncos are going to win 24-17, 24-14. So still so a close game. There. Yeah. So pretty much close what we get out of this game, think, Raiders need to come Broncos, out hot. Yeah. I think the Broncos of the past are gone. All the Broncos games are going to be low score. I think they're definitely on the downfall. And Broncos fans out there, better start buying your fucking Oswald jersey because <laughs> right. it ain't going to last long. But sorry, you maybe yeah. got this year, and I'll maybe give you next year. But Peyton is on his way out the door. He looks done. Five Wait. years, he's in Canton. Done. Yeah, exactly. Nothing else to prove. Um, next game we got is kind of an intriguing matchup, I think. Uh, Browns and Ravens. Um, let me game. see who you, yeah, we both chose the Browns. 
Um, as maybe an upset. I'm not sure. I think maybe the, an upset. Probably. I think the Lion would probably be running an upset right now. Yeah, but I feel like the Browns. Who did they play last week? Oh God, I can't remember. The Chargers. They played yeah, pretty yeah. well against the Chargers. Um, Josh McCown actually looked competent. Like he threw like 300 or 200 or something yards like last week. And whoever like that Travis Benjamin guy on the Browns, he's legit. Like, yeah, like, I mean, I thought it was just saying, week one going yeah. off. You know, kind of like you know no. Marvin Jones did last year. Tyler Eifert did in the beginning of the season. No, he's been a consistent player. Like even when they switch quarterbacks, he's still like he doesn't he isn't getting the explosive plays that he got with Manziel quarterback, but he's still getting decent production. Yeah, like good so he's, def- he's getting his looks. Yeah, I. So if you have Travis Benjamin, just start him. He's the number one wide receiver on the Browns. Um, Duke Johnson came in through a big way last week. You just traded for him, so good on you. Um, we can hope. <laughs> right. Hope it is how the one hitter quit. I just got him as part of a trade. Just threw him in there, you know, lubing up the flex spot. Well, let everybody know the uh, trade. I'll take some ridicule for this one. I took um, my. We'll start off. My running back depth was pretty deep. I was running Eddie Lacy, Latavius Murray, Arian Foster. Now that he's back, and I had Carlos Williams out of Buffalo, who started out as a total homer pick. Take away from my brother. But that panned out. <laughs> so Isn't that always in, nice? And yeah. Eddie Lacy just inconsistent as hell. I mean, it's just you think my fourth round pick, or not my fourth round pick. I'm sorry, that'd be nuts. First round. Right, my first round pick at number four. I had fourth fourth pick overall. <laughs> I take Eddie Lacy. Yeah. In the first four games, he puts nine and a half, nine and a half. He gets injured week three, so he gets a goose egg. And then last week, he puts up his season high of 16 points, and he only rushed for 91 yards. Granted. John Kuhn did take a touchdown from him, but that's also my issue with him. So I traded Eddie Lacy and Alshon Jeffrey, who I've had sitting on my, on my bench. I got him from you, actually. Yeah, um, couldn't take just, it anymore, even I, though I love Alshon. I had no intentions of starting Alshon when I got him. I just I made my, my wide receiver depth. I have DeAndre Hopkins and Randall Cobb. Productive as shit. Um, yeah, you can't get much better than that at this point. Yeah, um, so what I did, I traded Eddie Lacy, and, well, you can with the trade I made. I traded Eddie Lacy, Alshon Jeffrey, <laughs> for Brandon Marshall, who has been yep. nothing but productive. Yep. PPR God, yep. even yeah. with Fitzpatrick throwing him, even with him being the only weapon. Yeah, you got Eric Decker out there. You got um, Jeremy Curley and shit like that. Uh, yeah. And Chris Devin Ivory, Smith. Devin Smith. You know, their offense is a threat. You know, people don't see it. People but, are sleeping on the Jets. I think they're I a think they sneaky play for a um, and I fucking for hate a wild it. card contender. Yeah, I think I think Brandon Marshall was probably one of the more underrated signings of the offseason because yeah, kind of he is off. balling, balling right now. Yeah, he's getting like I think what's how many catches has he got per game? Like I'm about, I my fucking phone's freezing. Man. I was about to go look at stats up, but he's put up double digits points out of four weeks. Three of those weeks have been in in the twenties. One week was a 15. so Yeah, and in the one-point one PPR league I play in, where my – I'll list off my wide receivers. This is the whole reason why I'm 4 now. Odell Beckham, DeAndre Hopkins, Allen Robinson, Leonard Hagerson, Brandon Marshall, um, obviously. But it's a two-flex, two-wide receiver league, so I could start yeah. four. And um, so this is uh, his stat line in this league. Uh, six – the first league. 30 catches this season. Yeah, he has six catches, 62 yards, one touchdown. 
Next game at Indy, seven catches, 101 yards, one touchdown. Philadelphia, 10 catches, 109 yards, one touchdown. And then Miami, seven catches, 128 yards. Dude is getting all and that's, the looks. You know, so when I thought of that, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm running three backs, two wide receivers. Let's switch it up a bit. So I get rid of Eddie Lacy. I throw Arian Foster. Not he's back. I'm running Arian Foster, Latavius Murray, and then I'm running DeAndre Hopkins, Randall Cobb, and Brandon Marshall. He's on a bye when, this week. Yeah. So I'm also throwing. Back. Yeah. So I'm also throwing Charles Clay and Martellus Bennett. I have two tight ends that running this week, but both of them put up double digit points consecutively. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, your team's stacked. I love your team. Um, Can't forget T-Mobile at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> Tyra. Yeah. But, so yeah. yeah, that's that's good. Um but as for the Ravens, there's really nothing to be excited about. Well now that Steve Smith's hurt. Yeah, Steve Smith, my homie, my favorite football player of all time probably. Um it's a shame. He broke some he ribs, balled. didn't he? Yeah, it was it's like conflicting reports. It's either ribs or back. Like a couple backbones, but they're around the James same general area, so it's like they don't really know. But he might be back in a week or two. It's really a pain management issue. Yeah. Um. But now that he's out, and he it's a shame because he was balling the other day against Cincinnati or a couple weeks ago where he just went the fuck off. Him and AJ Green were just oh yeah. It was they were just dueling and it was amazing. Even fucking Justin Forsett looks good. I mean, it's not, not they got they don't have weapons, you know. It's just they aren't putting shit in play. Like they got. I really hope Crockett Gilmore does something, just because I have to start him in one of my leagues, and I hope he comes back out of his. I think he has a calf. Is it a? I can't remember if it's a calf or a concussion. Oh well, <laughs> one of those. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's back. Um, I actually saw him in someone's lineup this week. He may be back. Yeah, I started him in one of my lineups. He's in there right now. Um, but they say he's questionable, but I think Harbaugh said that he has a chance to play. So just monitor that. Um, as for wide receivers go, now that Steve Smith's out. Calf. Yeah, calf. I couldn't remember. Thank you. Um, Kamar Aiken. He's, oh. he's the one to pick up. Um, others are just dynasty stashes maybe like yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't even say mars pickup if steve smith's there but obviously he's not so he should get some pretty good value out of him this week i think i actually do have kamari get in our dynasty league um so that's nice but he's still not gonna start so what's the matter (laughs) um yeah so ravens it's a shit show on i personally think division game though would be pretty low scoring I definitely think yeah. they take it. I think maybe. I think it'll be like seventeen, thirteen, somewhere Browns. right around there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Justin Tucker is about to get some more work. <laughs> there you go. Uh, so the next game we got on the thing is Seahawks and Bengals. I picked the Bengals. Um, who did I? Yeah, we both chose the Bengals. Um. I mean, we could go really in-depth with the Bengals, but they're just a really good team right now. A.J. Green, Marvin Jones, Muhammad Sanu, solid wide receiver core. Andy Dalton playing really, really well. And um, you got Jeremy Hill and Gio with the dual-back system. Yeah, Jeremy you know, it's Hill. It's like they're getting what they wanted you know, back when they drafted Gio, you know? It's like they're finally yeah. getting it, the production. 
I love Geo. I chose Geo last year. Um, he kind of let me down last year. He started off well first couple weeks, first four weeks, I think, and then he got injured and then he fell off because Jeremy Hill just burst onto the scene and well, I mean, like, it's never kind of let sh- it. It's kind of a shitty system if you have him in fantasy, though, like, because Geo's taking all the yards and, you know, the catches and the carries. And then so uh, it's like Jeremy Hill's Jeremy's finishing off. Jeremy Hill, Jer- Jeremy Hill had 40 yards with three touchdowns last week in fantasy. Yeah. That's fucking ridiculous. But then sometimes they'll take Jeremy Hill out because he's not and, playing well yeah, or he fumbles. And so. get the whole fucking bulk of it, you know. It's just it's just, just know that some days Jeremy Hill's going to go off for you, and some weeks he's not going to do anything. Well, he went um, off last week, so I'd probably bench him this week. <laughs> it's an every other week thing, y'all. Um, feel free to start Geo. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Just uh, just start Jeremy Hill. Could be worse. And we share the same name. Well, not Hill is in my last name, but Jeremy. Got to rep the Jeremys. Um, next game is actually an intriguing game for me. Uh, Jaguars and Buccaneers. <laughs> um, Barn burner. Yeah, right. Toilet bowl. Now, we both chose the Jaguars because, I mean, until we see more consistent play out of Jameis, I mean, it's really hard. I just think, I think, I think think they're underrated. Me too. Allen Robinson and Allen Hearns, the two Allens, they'll burn you. They will destroy you. Like, because Allen Robinson gets the wide receiver one coverage. But Alan Hearns is no slouch because he's nope. burning people. Like, well, that's I, think, what I read this article, man. They're saying, you know, in fantasy, you want to start focusing on your wide receiver twos, and that's exact. I mean, I'm not saying Robinson's not putting up production, but when you get those defenses focusing on him, Hearns has been getting a bolt. It's kind of the same thing as I mean, we'll get into this a little bit later, but Ruben Randall, yep, um, Odell Beckham. Who you have some gripes with now? Um, you have gripes with Odell. Fuck Odell. <laughs> I love Odell Beckham, but uh, he like Ruben Randall's getting all the. He's the wide receiver too. He's the one been balling lately. So, Alan Hearns. I think they said he's either had sixty yards or a touchdown in every single game this year. So, Alan Hearns, a definite flex play, definite. And if you're desperate, bye weeks and everything. Throw him in your uh, wide receiver two spot and feel real good about it, um, especially oh. for this week. And TJ Yeldon, he hasn't done much this year, but I think he'll have a pretty good game this week. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he is a, he's a rookie back, so. I have to address Mike Evans on the Buccaneers side because I have him in one league and I need him to start playing better. Like I don't I think it's you him. need him to start playing better. I think you need Winston to start playing better. Well, that. And I – I don't know what's going on. If Mike Evans isn't healthy, like 100%, I need him to get healthy because I'm struggling two and two, man. Come on now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be every other week. Like, Vincent Jackson went off this week so or last week, so Mike Evans, it might be his turn this week. Who knows? Um, I just really hope it improves. And Doug Martin's been playing well. Um, Charles Sims had decent ppr back i guess um well he's done better than shane marine recently so you know take that for what it's worth um anything else to say about this game terry probably not (laughs) and we're done uh so redskins and falcons um this is my upset special i think the redskins are gonna win actually i don't think I hope. <laughs> <laughs> NFC South fucking 
home yeah. pick right there. I hate the Falcons, but I actually think people are sleeping on the Redskins' defense. They oh, are yes. better than um, uh, people think. They are good against the run. So it's even though Devontae Freeman has been mauling. He's been a fucking savage. Yeah, dude, he's been raping. Um, so yeah, three touchdowns. Didn't he have it? Didn't he do that in two consecutive weeks now? Three touchdowns in two yeah. games. Yeah. So I mean, he's a stud. RB one. Um, even with Ted, Tevin Coleman coming back, let him ride the pine. Yeah. Let Tevin ride the pine. I'll tell you this what, man. Them starting to fucking. Uh, when they announced that Tevin Coleman was started, put put a fucking fire in Freeman, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Nope. yeah, he looks really, really good right now. Um, and of course, Julio Jones, number one wide receiver in fantasy. Show. Yeah, I mean, until he gets hurt. Um, still hate Matt Ryan as a person, but if you have him as your starting quarterback, you're obviously playing him. Uh, Red and that schedule only gets easier, man. Yeah, they have the easiest schedule, and it's not even close. Um, Rick. Panthers have an easy schedule too for everybody going to point that out, but it's not as easy as the Falcons. So we have to, we still have to play the Seahawks in Seattle. So shut up. Um, Redskins. They're kind of interesting to me. Um, Kirk cousins. Been playing better. Played well last week. Um, Jamison Crowder for a deep league ad. Looks very good. Um, what do you think of the uh, running back situation? Have you been keeping up with it? Alfred Morris and uh, Matt Jones. I think you gotta give Alfred Morris a nod personally. I think Matt Jones, if you have him on your team, put him on the bench. You put him on the bench until he can show you consistently that he's doing something. One game's not enough for me. Yeah, I don't, I... I know, I don't mean that to be an asshole. I'm just saying, you're not yeah. gonna fuck my money. You're not gonna fuck my. And also a sneaky pickup for people is Chris Thompson, the running back for Washington. Um, he's their third down back. He's the uh, he's the PPR back if you're looking for one. Um, just not deep league, obviously. Just stash him. Um, but I thought I should bring him up just in case you are desperate or just looking for a flyer maybe. Um, Jordan Reed out with a concussion. Who's the backup in there? Do you know? Else, so that dude's always hurt. Hope you enjoyed the couple weeks. Got him for because it's done. Um, <laughs> next game, we'll just go on because yeah, that was not that interesting. Um, Patriots and Cowboys. Patriots and Cowboys. If the, the Cowboys were healthy, if the, if the Cowboys were healthy, this game could go totally either way, but they're not. So I'm going Patriots. <laughs> Two reasons: but, Brady and Gronk. Done. Yep. And Deion Lewis. Yeah, I got. Reasons. I traded uh, week two. I traded Jonathan Stewart yeah. for Deion Lewis. Did and... you start him week two? Yes, I did. Well, he played Buffalo and he went the fuck off. Yes, he. No, no, I think I got him after week two. Oh, that sucks because he went so... off almost 200 yards, fucking two touchdowns. Yeah, I still got a decent amount before he went into the bye, but I also have Legarrette Blunt in that league, so I'm trying to figure out who Biddy. to start. At so, well, yeah, I don't know. It's like either between the Garrett Blunt, I have to choose between or Woodhead. Um, but I'm probably leaning Woodhead just because of 0.5 PPR. And um, I don't know. I don't like 
playing two running backs from the same team. That seems weird yeah. to me, but if they both go off this week, I'll feel really comfortable about it going forward. But if you were going to do that, this is a great week to do it because the Cowboys suck against the run. Good. So, yeah. Um, obviously, you're starting everybody that you can. Every viable Patriot, start them. Don't even think about it. Gronk, yep, yep, yep. Never sit Gronk ever again. Um, the bye week's done. Just keep him plugged. Um, Cowboys, anybody of note? Lance Dunbar towards ACL, so maybe pick up Christian Michael. One of these days, I think Terrence Williams is going to fucking do something. I think, he's, I think he out. did pretty good last week. I think he got a touchdown. Good. And that's all we have well, to say. No, no notes. <laughs> yeah, nothing else. Brandon Wheaton uh, still sucks. Dez is supposed to come back after week six. They said he's moving pretty good on his foot. So I just feel so bad for the like Romo and Dez. Like I don't feel sad for the Cowboys in general, but I like Romo and I like Dez. So, so do I. I like Romo. I love Dez. Like I wish I could get him in a league. Like I might see if I could trade somebody for him or something. Um, Seven thirty. The Sunday night game is Forty Niners and Giants. Mm, yeah. Yay. Yeah, well, I'll be watching baseball. I mean, yeah, uh, fuck baseball. Um, I'll be watching just to see if Odell Beckham goes off. Other than that, I really have no other reason to watch this game. If you have to start a 49er, I am so sorry. But you drafted like shit. Make <laughs> uh, it Carlos Hyde. I mean, Carlos Hyde, but like he's their only thing so you shut him down and then Kaepernick's gonna throw like 12 picks and then you who the fuck gotta... are you gonna say Anquan Bolden <laughs> yeah <laughs> really <Right>? oh damn <laughs> no oh god I'll um, tell you what just leave that running back slot empty yeah right <laughs> what's the fucking point just yeah, like two and just and half pick up somebody off week? yeah just pick somebody up off waivers close your eyes pick somebody up off waivers and plug them in um, they'll do better than Carlos Hyde. Uh, I'm just kidding. I like Carlos Hyde as a talent, but Jesus Christ. He's boring. in the wrong system, man. Yeah. Put him on another team, he'd be balling. Um, Giants, you could play Eli Manning, I think. He'd be a good play. Oh, yeah, I think um, yeah. Odell Beckham's like going to do good. QB1's on a bye. Yeah. If Cam Newton's on a bye, for example. Yeah, because there ain't no one else. Man. Unless you got Ryan Tannehill as your QB one, then you got other, you got deeper issues then. Yeah, then you should probably go to the back, kill yourself. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But it's like it's really that desperate in Miami that they're just like firing everybody. So whatever. Um. So yeah, start all your Giants. Um. And then the Monday night game. The Monday night is especially cool because it's the Steelers and the Chargers. Pretty important for me, at least in fantasy, so I'll be watching this game for show. But, Terry, um, give us your pick of who's going to win and uh, what the score is going to be. You went – I'll give you a refresher. You went with the uh, Chargers. Damn right I did. (laughs) I'm just kidding. What do you you think the uh, score is going to be of this game? Did you write it down? Yeah, okay, here it is. Um, I, you said it was going to be 24-17. That's right. Chargers. I just think, I don't know. I just, I like it. You know, you got Mike Vick in there with fucking, yeah, you still have your weapons. You know, blah, blah, blah. Le'Veon Bell, Antonio <laughs> Brown, Marcus Wheaton. Is Martavis Bryant back this week? Yep. Well, that, 
Yeah, you got shit everywhere, man. Darius Hayward Bay somehow is fucking doing something. Heath Miller. I just personally don't think they're going to put points up on the board, you know? I think the Chargers have a stronger defense than the Ravens, and the Ravens, you know, held them 12 fucking points. Mm. Or 20 points. I don't fucking know. Regardless, it was a shitty Thursday night game. I don't fucking Regardless, care. they lost to the Ravens. Yeah, regardless, they lost to the Ravens. <laughs> Yeah, it's not I'm, that. I just don't think they have the confidence going into the game. I don't think they're gonna. I don't know, man. I just don't think they're gonna be able to get anything going. Yeah, I love Mike Vick. I do. I don't think he's the answer though. I think the answer is like week eight when Ben Roethlisberger comes back. <laughs> yeah, Until then, I really need that to happen too. God, Ben Roethlisberger is my quarterback in multiple leagues, and it's just screwing me so hard. Um. I chose the Steelers in this game, and I think it's going to be a little bit more high-scoring than you. It probably won't be in real life, but in my mind, I want it to be 31-27. to 27. Sounds more like a Ben Roethlisberger slash Phillip Rivers duel, but you know what? I have faith in Michael Vick to do better than last game. I mean, he's got to be better than last game. That was horrendous. Um, I have Antonio Brown, too, in, a, in one league, so I really need Antonio Brown to have a good game. Um, I think Le'Veon Bell is going to do good. I mean, he's the best running back in the league, so um, he'll get his. Um, Martavis Bryant, him and Mike Vick had a good hookup in the preseason, so I think he might do better than people will expect. Um, still not starting him, though, until I see something. Yeah, so you can't start him. Take that with what you will, unless you just want to totally YOLO and show off, and then you can show us, like, screenshot it and send it to me if he does really well, and I'll be like, oh, congrats. Um, you're not getting anything, but cool. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I hate, I generally don't like the Steelers just because I feel like everybody just hops on the bandwagon. Like, I don't like their fans, like their fans, like take over Panthers games when they go and it's just obnoxious, but I do like the Steelers as a team. So and I like I do like Philip Rivers, and I feel like Antonio Gates coming back. Oh, I for, we forgot to mention that. I forgot all about that. Antonio Gates is coming back, so that'll be a boost. Um, Keenan Allen uh, is playing really well this year. Besides that one stinker that he put up, I think he got like two points or something. Like, but the other games he's got like thirty points, thirty, and then like fifteen yeah. or something. Like he's been doing good. So, um, like Anything Keenan Allen. Worried about it? Find Stevie Johnson. Yeah. Stevie Johnson's good. I think he yeah, is. He still hurt. Like I know he got hurt last game. And it was like uh, hamstring back. issue. Yeah, he's, he's. I mean, right now he's probable. So, yeah. So he should yeah. be playing. Cool. Um, yeah, and that wraps up our picks for this week. And now we're just gonna go to our um. We're gonna go to our uh, fantasy football section where we're talking about putting them on the grind and riding the pine. So, Terry, who are a couple players that you are starting this week or that you yeah, that you are switching, taking from your bench and starting them, and who – give me a couple players that you think will produce this week over the other players. Or who are you putting on the bench this week that you normally would have start because of matchups or whatever? Well, I mean, just right now, I mean, I haven't – I've started them one week, but um, John Brown – is still on my bench. It's just Larry Fitzgerald's getting everything. Mm-hmm. That's just um, 
Yeah, just Larry Fitzgerald's getting everything. Um, let's see here. I'm just going through it. Um, as a start, I really like Charles Clay at a tight end if you got him. And I'm not saying that being a Bills homer. I just think with the running game, he's kind of Tyrod's security blanket. It, from what I've seen from the past four weeks, it's kind of where he kind of t- tends to go towards. Yeah, he's got his other threats out there. Um, other than that, I, st- I got Arian Foster coming back in. It may be an obvious one. Yeah, He only put up three and a half points. In the first time back, but it's the first time back You're coming starting. off of it. Yeah, he didn't. Ha- yeah, definitely didn't have much of a training camp. You know, sat through the first three weeks of the season, came back, fumbled. Granted, his own lineman stripped it. Um, so I'm starting Arian. Um, let's see here, who else? I'm... You just give me like one more. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. I got a really good team, so <laughs> it's hard to choose. <laughs> Who should I sit, Alshon or Antonio Brown? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. That's Terry's team. Um, Holy shit, I have really good teams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I like Frank Gore against Houston. Again, you know, my running back depth is ridiculous. Uh-huh. I'd, put, I'd personally put Frank Gore as a running back, too, in a flex. But that's if you have really deep running back depth, like, yeah, if you put them in the flex, you have really deep running backs. Yeah. Um, That's me okay. personally. So, bench John Brown. He's just not producing. Start Charles still, Clay. Yeah, still keep John Brown, but just bench him. Yeah, I'm not saying, you know, cut the guy or anything. I'm just saying, you know, he's a young wide receiver. He's fast as shit. Has potential. To me, Carson Palmer's just not favoring him. You know, I mean, it's all fucking running game and Larry Fitzgerald. Yeah. Definitely. And it's working, so I mean, why stop? You know, I just, right. I'm not going to take a chance on putting them in if it ain't broke. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> um, okay, so I'll give y'all a couple. Who am I putting on the grind, and who am I putting on riding the pine? Um, so Amir Abdullah is riding the pine for me. Um, I know some people might be like, "Well, that's easy," but. In my leagues, I tend to ignore running backs at the beginning, which seems to be a good strategy this year, seeing as how most running backs have, haven't have done shit. Um, so in one of my leagues, I have to start Amir Abdullah because he's the best running back I have on the roster. But if you can, sit Amir Abdullah, especially against Arizona and because the Detroit running game and Detroit in general just looks terrible. Oh, God. Like, and I feel like Arizona will get ahead of them early and they'll – leave the running game and it's like you don't need that in your life so you don't yeah don't start amir abdullah still keep him though he's supremely talented just i really wish he would have gone to somebody better um who else am i starting city um start delaney walker um asshole yeah i mean (laughs) even though yeah even though he's playing buffalo um they're ranked 26th against tight ends this year. Um, so that's good. And Marcus Mariota looks for his tight ends. So if he's going to attack Buffalo anywhere, I would think it would be tight ends. So um, not saying that he will be 
he, he, I mean, he's not going to put up like a 20 point game or something. I mean, he could, but I doubt it. But he'll get you solid production that you might need for a uh, bye week, like a, such as a Greg Olson, or if you have Greg Olson and Delaney Walker as your backup, feel feel pretty good about it. Um, who am I sitting? Uh, don't really have any. Hmm. Let me see if I can find somebody else real quick. Oh, start Alshon Jeffrey if you can. I, I mean, I I assume you have to start Alshon Jeffrey, but start him. Just start him. He's gonna be good. Um. Oh, start Leonard Hankerson. I like that against Washington. Um, Washington has a decent defense, like I've been saying. Um, it says he has a he might have a broken was limited his thumb he was limited at practice on Wednesday but it doesn't sound too serious so I would start him um I'm having to start him in one of my leagues in my flex spot because Brandon Marshall is on a bye and I feel pretty good about it starting opposite Julio Jones Julio Jones is going to get all the uh coverage and Devontae Freeman now emerging um Leonard Angerson is going to be good um and if Crockett Gilmore is healthy Star Crockett Gilmore because honestly, who else is gonna? Who else is Joe Flacco gonna throw to? Um, yeah. So those are my uh, put them on the grind and ride the pines. Um, so Terry, what's your uh, one person or one or two people that you're just like, man, I'm gonna add these people because they might help me later. Like the put me in coach guys, like where you're just like they're they've been showing off like. And you're ready to like put them on your bench and maybe stash them, or hell, maybe even play them in your flex. Um, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. I'm gonna say quarterback. I go Tyrod Taylor again, another Buffalo guy, but consistently, you know, he's not. Most assuming, people don't him as. Yeah, assuming that he's not already starting for somebody in your other league. Yeah, exactly. He's been. Yeah, he's showcased on you know fantasy football now and shit online and stuff. They they've said it, but he's. An excellent pick of if you need them. You know, again, you got bye week starting last week. You got bye weeks coming up. You know, you got a lot of quarterbacks who still have buys. So if you can get Tyrod Taylor off waivers or even find a way to get him, I'm not saying, you know, dish your whole fucking team out for him. But if you can somehow get him, I think he's a good start. He's mm-hmm. just. um, And then another put me in. Yeah. You know, another put a, me in, coach. Oh man, so you're looking for just like fucking like, like guys that you think are gonna maybe blow up later in the year that you're just adding on your bench. I can uh, go. I got two. I, I got I me. Mean, I got my. I I went after Duke Johnson. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I just think he's one out of Cleveland. You know, Isaiah Crowell. He's mediocrely producing. If that's a fucking word, I don't know. But I like Duke Johnson. You know, he's a young rookie. You know, coming out, you know, yeah, it's, you know, granted it's his first big game, but I feel like he found his legs and found, they found what he can do and it fucking worked. Yeah. So, yeah, they were playing the Chargers, middle of the road defense, nothing, you know, not the Broncos, Buffalo, Carolina defense, anything like that, but I think he can do some work. I think you give him a few more weeks, I think he takes the number one. 
I can see that. Yeah. Um. So my two are, I got Tyler Lockett, at wide receiver. Um, pick him up, stash him on your bench. He's got also not a bad flex spot. Yeah. He's not. If your lead does all-purpose yards. Yeah, you know, he's, he's a he's... definite flex spot in that position. Shit, um, four weeks is already turned two kicks. Yeah, and they only Jimmy Graham had as many targets as Lockett on Monday night. Mm-hmm. So obviously Russell Wilson is looking for him, and he's explosive. So definitely add him on your bench. I mean, it might not work out, but you know these are speculative ads, and you know could be worse. Um, so and, question for you, Jeremy? Just yeah. out of before Jimmy Graham, you got him on your on your team. What do you do with him? I would, would you would you try to trade him for maybe like a Martellus Bennett, Charles Clay, Greg Olson, along would, with something else? I would definitely try and trade him for one of those if I could. Maybe throw in a little incentive piece. I mean, you, maybe, it is Jimmy Graham, but they just don't throw don't, enough. They don't. They don't. I would def. I would trade if I was a Jimmy Graham owner. I would throw him out there for Charles Clay straight up. Personally, yeah, I would do that. But people, it depends because people like big names. Like when and you trade somebody, like and we're in this league together, and that's like one that. thing people love. Like uh, that trade I mentioned earlier, you know, the Matt Forte Cooper for fucking Lynch and Calvin. Yeah, kid, I mean, he was walking around to work like oh, I got Calvin Johnson. That's cool, man. Like last couple of years. What is it? Twenty twelve? No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, exactly. Like, cool dude. What is he going? What was it? He caught like how many receptions or some shit? He was going for like thousand reception. Yeah. I don't fucking know. Regardless, I wanted to bring that up and I totally forgot in the Seahawks discussion. So that's why I wanted to. Cause yeah. Um. I'm, especially I'm talking not a, fantasy wise, he's not produced yeah, like you. Not a Graham fan. Not Me a Graham fan at all. Not even remotely. Um. But my other speculative ad is Gary Barnage, Cleveland tight end. There it is. Um, not this week because they're playing Baltimore and they are the best against covering um, tight ends. But you might not have anybody else to play if you have a tight end on by like a Greg Olson. And you might have to play Gary Barnage and you could definitely do worse. So go ahead and roll him out there. He's a really good ad. The last two weeks he's had, well, this is uh, 0.5 PPR. Um, 21 points with six receptions, one of five yards and one touchdown. And against San Diego, he had six receptions, 75 yards and a touchdown. So the guy, 100 yard games. Yeah. The guy's getting looks from McCown. So he's, it seems to be his safety blanket. So, and that's, that's the thing with these quarterbacks nowadays, man. These tight ends are fucking, they're big targets. They're easy to find. Just hit them. It's easy. Um, so those are my two ads. For the week, um, obviously, if you're in a um, shallower like league, maybe like a ten-team league, you don't have to pick up a Tyler Lockett. You could probably get a better wide receiver. Maybe, maybe somebody's dropped John Brown. Maybe yeah. somebody's, maybe Alan Hearns is still available. Pick up one of those guys. Um, just depends on your league mainly. And what are the? Uh, give me one or two guys that you're just like f it, like tapping out, like I'm done, like I can't deal with these guys anymore. They pissed you off, like. Um, just or two things that you're just like, eh, it's not gonna get better for them. It's done. Oh, this is really Eddie Lacy, Matthew Stafford, done. And I know <laughs> Eddie, Matthew Stafford, kind of obvious. He's just not producing. 
You know, he's not throwing the ball. He's throwing picks. It's just, it's a fucking shit show in Detroit, and I don't like it. I'm not doing it. I don't fucking care. Um, Eddie Lacy for me, and that's probably, you know, I mean, people think it's out there. You know, you took him fourth overall. That's my point. I took him fourth fucking overall, and, I mean, he's put up, you know, like 37 points. You know, meanwhile, you know, I got fucking Carlos Williams, who I took in the ninth round, who's tripled that almost, mm-hmm. you know. So it's just, it's shit like that, you know, it's nine and a half, nine and a half, zero because of injury, and then 16 with a high of 90-yard rushing. I don't like it. It's just... Yeah, I'm definitely with you on... On and both again, of those, you know, again, if you could just... get something, don't – you could drop Stafford, but don't drop – like get whatever you can for Lacey or wait. Yeah, like I went out – I got to bring him a big game and then trade him. Yeah, I'm not saying give him away. Eddie Lacey is still a big name. So yeah, exactly, would, and that's – Like a Brandon Marshall, I'd do it in a heartbeat. That's what right I now. did, and I got Duke Johnson. You know, yeah, I got rid of Alshon Jeffrey who could break out, but it was iffy for me. Like I said, I originally traded for Alshon Jeffrey as trade bait. People say I might have given him away for Duke Johnson on the chance he might blow up, but again, with my depth, I'm not worried about it. Um, I ain't got no yeah. worries. Alshon Jeffrey, up to this point, has just been a name. Like he really hasn't done anything. So I mean, and I know I, he's been injured, I will, and I, I don't want to write him off. Will. Yeah, but I don't know, man. It's just yeah. Again, but again, I believe with, that he will get better. Like once he, especially once he gets healthy. But like as of now, you need to win now. Like yeah. people, don't, we don't have time to wait. Like for these people to get healthy. Yeah. Um And also, you know, as a stash, real quick, you know, I picked up uh, James Starks week three when um, Eddie Lacy was ruled out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep him on my bench. You know, maybe he never came back full. I don't know if you have a spot on your team to do it, but I'm gonna hold on to James Starks. On the off chance, maybe Lacey goes down. He's out for a little bit. Sounds like a yeah. shitty thing to do. I don't care. Oh, I forgot another ad, if he hasn't already been added, which he should have been, is Thomas Rawls. Even though he didn't do that good last week on Monday Night Football, the first half he didn't do that great. The second half he started turning it on, and he had a couple like 10, 15-yard runs, but they both got called back by penalties on Seattle. Their offensive line. So, if you have Thomas Rawls and you and you're not super deep at running back, I would hold on to him or try and trade him to the Marshawn owner to the handcuff. If you don't have a Marshawn, like trade him as the handcuff, or if you just need running back depth and you need somebody to start, Thomas Rawls. I actually dropped Thomas Rawls today, but that's because I have lots of running back depth and I picked up Tyler Lockett in my league. So, um. I got two people that you need to tap out on, at least for this week. Um, Derek Carr. Um, tap he was out so big, man. Everyone after went after him after waivers, man. Yeah, I picked him up last week, expecting him to do really good things against Chicago. He didn't. He did decent. He didn't do as well as I thought he was going to do, but he did decent. Um, he's still a he's still up and coming quarterback and I have lots of faith in him going forward. But for this week, you want no part of the Denver defense. Nope. You want no part of that. Um, I picked up Jay Cutler. So 
that tells you anything. Um, um, another pickup. Let me see. Um, I think they said that Dwayne Allen is supposed to play again. So if that's the case, don't start Kobe Fleener. That would be my other tap out. Um, like Kobe it. Fleener. Kobe Fleener had a nice week last week with Matthew Hasselbeck. Um, but if Dwayne Allen is playing on Thursday, do not start Kobe Fleener because when they both play, they both like vulture each other. Like they, yeah, it's and ugly. it's in and out, man. One of them has to score a touchdown to do decent, and most of the time, the person that gets a touchdown is Dwayne Allen. So you want no part of that. Um, who else am I tapping out on? Oh, I mean, if you didn't already need me to tell you, uh, tap out on uh, Lamar Miller. Um, try and trade him for whatever like you can get. Um, Again, another big name. Lamar you know, Miller. Not huge name. If but... Personally, I would throw out somebody. Like, I would try and buy low maybe on Lamar Miller just because they have a new offense. I mean, they have a coach now he might want to run the ball more but i still don't have any faith in that offensive line it's still terrible but i would still throw out maybe you can get him for maybe like an a david johnson if somebody's desperate or you could throw in david johnson and um what's a uh what's a well, crap? wide receiver um well, like a john brown somebody that has potential or something like that or yeah trade a john brown for lamar miller that wouldn't be a terrible trade. I would still rather prefer John Brown probably, but I mean, if you need running back, you need a running back. Yeah, I would try. And he's a, he's the number one running back on their team. So yeah. Um, it's in a buy this week. So this is probably, you know, you got a lot of running back owners out there who need a running back for Sunday. Maybe, you know, like you said, buy low on him. Give up on CJ Anderson. Oh tap, yeah, Ronnie Hillman's taking number one spot. Easy. Tap out on CJ. I was I liked CJ Anderson this year. I didn't get him in any league, and thank God I didn't, because that I would hate myself right now. That dude has not done anything, and that it's I don't know if it's because he sucks or if it's because the Broncos' offensive line is that bad, because he did well last year with a better offensive line. So well, the thing about it is, um, I think he came in yes or last year after you know Ronnie Hillman went down. Which, by the way, I had Ronnie Hillman on my team last year. Went the fuck off. I originally drafted Monty Ball. He mm-hmm. went down. I remember that. I got Hillman <laughs> off waivers. I rode that shit till it fucking ended. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean those dump off screen passes, man. They do have value. The running back in the Broncos system does have value, but it's just and again, I'd go as far as saying you know get C.J. Anderson out of that lineup. Like Jeremy just said, tap out on him. You know, big name running back. Yeah, he hasn't produced. I would also. not be opposed to dropping C.J. Anderson if I had him. Really, I would try to trade him. But if well, somebody, see, that's where the issue on, is. But if somebody, he was, top, he was in the top ten running backs. If somebody is on the waivers, like a Legarrette Blunt. Really, or C.J. Anderson. I, I doubt Legarrette Blunt is on your waivers because he's eighty nine point nine percent owned. But you never know; somebody might be dumb. I would, I would see what I could get for C.J. Anderson, and I don't think it's going to be very much. Maybe you can get the Lamar Miller owner <laughs> to Maybe. trade you Lamar so. Miller. I have no idea, but I hope that you didn't choose C.J. Anderson, and if you did, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really know. I, I, it's like I would rather have a broken Dez 
somebody that's just on my bench broken than C.J. Anderson. I would do that straight up. I would take Dez, wait the two weeks if I can get him for C.J. Anderson right now. Who, I, I won. It just pisses me off, C.J. Anderson. Just like looking at him on people's like line starting lineups, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, he's not doing anything. Like, take him out. Yeah, I think he just came into a really good situation last year, and that's what kind of made him shine. I think there was a lot. The offense was fit him better. This new offense, I don't think is really not really gonna help him at all. Well, I mean, last year it wasn't run based. Yeah, you know? it's passing. So, and now when you got fucking Peyton Manning out there throwing ducks. Oh, one more tap out. I would tap out for now on the Panthers defense. I would too. They're going to the bye. I know that might sound crazy from a Panthers fan, but like Terry was saying, just like hear me out for a second. They got a bye week. They go to Seahawks. Seahawks might be a decent matchup, but I'm not convinced. Did they go to the Eagles and then they go to the Colts? Then they go to the Packers. That's a shitty. The Eagles, maybe. The Sam Bradford throwing the ball. Maybe bring them back. But uh, what I'm saying is for those five weeks, they're not going to be heavily favored. Like those yeah. five weeks, you can definitely stream a better defense. Like somebody going up against Tampa Bay or somebody. Like any. Like I think people will have the Panthers defense like set as a top five defense, but I think during that time it'll be lower. That's all I'm saying. Like, play it, so do you say so maybe not tap out on, maybe not tap out. I don't like keeping two defenses, so I would say cut them. But well, and then the thing is if you bring it into into question, you know, most people look at the matchups when they play. So you know maybe, you know, right before, you know, they get out of Green Bay, pick them up again because you know someone's gonna drop them. When they're going up against Green Bay. Because, yeah, after they play all their hard games, I think after Green Bay, they or no, after the Indianapolis game, they play Tennessee. So maybe that night or the day before, you send in a waiver for them, get that Tennessee matchup. I don't know. But I would just at least temper your expectations on them <laughs> going forward. I'll, I'm, a, I'm sorry. And I think that about wraps it up for this week. Um, we ran kind of long. How long was that? Whew. Man, Almost we gave y'all hours. some quality info right here. <laughs> Damn. I'm kind of impressed, Terry. We have a whole bunch of knowledge. We barely use any notes. Goddamn. <laughs> we just thought of this shit tonight. <laughs> and it's only right. five in the morning. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, that's it for our first episode of the Ineligible Receivers. And you can find us... Um, you can't find on... us nowhere. <laughs> yeah, well, we're going to yeah. put it up on iTunes. We're going to have it up on SoundCloud. And uh, you can also find us uh, somewhere downfield. So... I get it. Yeah, there we go. Slogan <laughs> right there. <laughs> All right. Have a good night, boys. All right, later. <laughs>